So, first off, I want to see that the life of blessing is victorious, not victimized. Now, the story, the story goes on that Abraham goes, he captures all of them, and Abraham will not take a reward from the king of Sodom because he says that God will take care of me, which is so opposite from the way that Lot viewed life. He wanted to get everything for himself. He wanted to be powerful. And in this story, we see that Lot, he was a victim in this story. Not only was he a victim of King Chedorlaomer, but he was a victim of his poor choices, of his choices that he didn't include God in. First, he moved away from Abraham. Abraham was his mentor, his godly influence in his life. But because he wanted riches, he separated himself from a man of God who was trying to help him serve God. He moved with his, tot, his tent toward Sodom. He wanted to see Sodom, and eventually he would move into Sodom and all of the bad choices that he made for his family, letting his daughters marry ungodly men, allowing his wife to love the possessions that she had more than God, getting drunk, an immoral relationship with his daughters. All these, all these terrible things that Lot did. Lot was a victim of his own poor choices, but Lot was saved. The New Testament says that Lot was considered a righteous man, even though he had all of these poor decisions that he had made in his life. Living life for self made Lot a victim of his own foolish choices. And unfortunately, we as Christians can be in the same boat as Lot. You can be a Christian and still live life as a victim, a victim of your poor choices. This is proved by Lot. You know, we can, we can live our whole life without really developing a relationship with God. We can grow cold in our love for God. We cannot want to show love to other people. And in doing that, we become a victim of our own poor choices. And our life is more of a victim than victorious. Lot is called righteous for this one reason, because his righteousness was not found in himself. And this is the good news, is that even as Christians, when we fall, when we make poor choices, that doesn't take away our righteousness, because our righteousness is only found in Jesus Christ. Nothing we can do will make us any more righteous or any less righteous standing before God. And that's something that we can rest on. But a Christian doesn't have to live life as a victim. We can live life victorious. Abraham is victorious. Even in a very physical sense, in this story, Abraham, he was, he was the victor here. He went out to rescue Lot, and he overcame all these other kings. And the reason being is because Abraham had God on his side. Abraham, he knew that he was a stranger in the land. He knew that he didn't belong. But that didn't mean that he wouldn't respond when there, was a, when there was a need. He didn't get entangled in Sodom and Gomorrah like, like Lot did. Instead, he, he left and he said, Lot, if you want to go this way, I'll go to the left. And the awesome part about that story is he didn't, he didn't make the decision for himself. He let God choose for him in letting Lot choose. So Abraham, he goes to the other side and he doesn't take the plain of Jordan like Lot. And that's when God comes to Abraham and says, Abraham, look around you. All this land will be yours one day. And the reason was, was because Abraham trusted God to make his decisions for him. Lot didn't. 
Lot, he wanted his destiny in his own hands to do with the way that he wanted to. And because of that, Lot ended up being a victor, but Abraham was victorious. Abraham was living a life honoring to God, and God blessed him with the victory because of it. You know, you and I as Christians, we need to realize we're not built for this world. We are pilgrims, we're strangers, we're just passing through as as the song states. There's no need for us to take our destiny into our own hands and try to build a great life for ourselves. Because there's a God above who cares more about us than we could ever care and who knows what's going to happen. And when we take our life and we say, you know what, God, I will give this to you. You make the decisions for me. And we live life letting God make those decisions for us. That's when a Christian can have a victorious life and not live life as a victim like Lot did. Abraham lived for God, allowing God to rule his decisions. Lot lived for self, allowing his own wisdom to determine his life. You know, because Abraham trusted God so much, Abraham became the father of many nations. Abraham would have Jesus Christ be one of his descendants because he was faithful in what God wanted him to do. Let the choices you make be planned by our Father in heaven. So, number one, the life of blessing is victorious, not victimized. Number two, the life of blessing is separated, not isolated. The life of blessing is separated, but not isolated. Now, Lot, he completely threw this principle behind. He wasn't separated or isolated. In fact, he was wholly into the city of Sodom. He lived in the world. He wanted to be comfortable. He wanted to make a name for himself. He wanted people to recognize him as a great man. And so he made decisions that he thought would give him that end. This affected his family immensely. We know that some daughters actually perished in Sodom because they stayed with their husbands, and the other daughters were completely immoral. His wife turned into a pillar of salt, all because he thought he knew what was best. He thought that being in the world was fine. When, as Christians, we are called to be separated. You know, it's possible for Christians to do the same thing. Many Christians do not separate themselves. Because Lot lived in Sodom and he wasn't separated, he was captured by the enemy and got into this whole situation where Abraham had to come rescue him because he didn't separate himself. Now, Abraham is the opposite. Abraham was separated, but he wasn't isolated. When the news came that Lot had been captured, he was ready. He got his servants together. He paired up with the other, the other men uh, near him. And they went and they took Lot back. They, they rescued him back. Because Abraham, he, he wasn't so isolated that he was unwilling to help anybody else. But he wasn't in Sodom either so that he got captured. He was separated, not isolated. It's interesting in this, in this verse. Look at verse 13 in chapter 14. It says, And there came one that escaped and told Abram the Hebrew... I think it's very interesting because this is the first time that the word Hebrew is mentioned in the Bible. This was the first time that Abraham was recognized as a Hebrew. People could tell that Abraham, he was different, but he was respected. He wasn't accepted, but he was respected. And I think that's a very important truth that Christians need to realize. 
We don't want to be accepted by this world. We don't want to fit in so that they think that we're just one of them. But we do need to be respected. And more importantly, we need our God to be respected. So when you're in the workplace, you don't have to tell all the jokes that the other guys are saying. You don't have to go to the same places that everywhere, everyone else is going. But you do need to stand up for what is right. And I promise you this, if you stand up, you may not be accepted by everyone, but you will be respected because you stand up for what you believe. And they'll know that something is different about you. Abraham didn't fit in with everyone in his, in his region, but he was respected as a great man and a man of God. And we'll see that later on in the story. Christians need to, leave, to live a separated life. We are in the world but not of the world. Oftentimes, when we want to be accepted, we may become accepted, but what we lose is the respect that people will have for our God. I promise you this, being respected is better than being accepted. And I can tell you that for a fact because of this story. Lot was accepted. He was accepted by the city of Sodom, but you know what? In the end, being accepted wasn't the good call to make. He was, he was taken captive. Abraham was respected. And in the end, he was victorious because he was separated, but not isolated. So the life of blessing, it is separated, not isolated. The life of blessing is victorious, not victimized. And lastly, the life of blessing is focused on the provider, not the provision. Look down at verse 17. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return with the slaughter, the slaughter of Chedorlaomer, and with the kings that were with him in the valley of Shelah, which is the king's dale. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was a priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods for thyself. And Abram said unto the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even unto a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. Save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men that were with me, Aner, Eskel, and Mamre, let them take their portion. And then look at verse 1 of chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. What an awesome testimony of God saying, Hey, if you will trust me, Abram, I will provide for you. Abraham, he, he brought this great victory and he had the chance to get some more wealth from it. And it would have made sense. I mean, he did a lot of work. He saved everyone. It would have made sense for him to take what rightfully belonged to him. But he said, you know what? I want God to receive all of the glory from this victory. I don't want anything for myself. Number one, I know that God is going to take care of me and my needs. And number two, I want him to be glorified. And that's what you and I need to understand today. Is that we don't, we don't need anything besides what God will give us. We don't need other people to make us rich so that we can look great. 
No, we just need what God will give us so that he can get the glory from it. Lot was focused on what, this, what he could get, not the one who provided it. He wanted, to, he wanted the Jordan Valley. He wanted to live in Sodom. He didn't care about the provider. Abraham would accept nothing from the king. Abram was ready because he was going to be taken care of by God. You know, Christians, we need to focus on the provider and not so much that which is provided. Jesus said that he will take care of our needs. We don't have to worry about it. When we take our focus on off, what is, you know, I need, I need this much money to pay this. I need this. I need this. And we just, we take our focus on that and say, you know what? I know that God will provide my, my needs. When we focus on God rather than what we need, our life will be so much more peaceful because it will be a life of blessing, not of, not of bounty, what we need to get. And it's such a great place to be when instead of trying to fix all of our problems for ourselves, we just say, you know what? God will provide my needs. And it's a peaceful place where any Christian can be. The life of blessing is victorious, it's separated, and it's focused on the provider, not that which is provided. Let this be the life that, that you and I live. Let this be something that we put into practice. The life of blessing, not the life of bounty. Now, I'm sure there are some of you who, you know what, right now, you are living life like Abraham. You're focused on God. You're letting him make his decisions in your life. And you're not focused on what you need because you know God is going to provide it. And that's an awesome place to be. Look for others who you might see are struggling with that. And try to encourage them to do the same. Maybe there's some people out here right now that you're living life more like Lot. Where you're focused on the here and now and you have to do this. You have to make the decisions in your own strength. You are going to take care of yourself. That's not the life for a Christian. Now, a Christian can live that life, but it's not the one that God wants us to live. Step back and let God provide for you. Choose today to allow God to have full control of your life. God makes this promise all throughout Scripture that the life of blessing is much better than the life of bounty. Let's choose to follow God today and let Him work His will in our lives.